0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to The Love Line. And 51551 is our text number, as always. You all romantic, John Lister, you. Hello, Joe. First happy of all, Valentine's happy Valentine's Day. St. Valentine's Day. Whitefriars yeah. Street Church, by the way, where the heart of St. Valentine resides. And yeah. that church has been there in Whitefriars Street in the heart of Dublin since 1270. The masses, there's a mass now at three o'clock and ashes will be distributed throughout today. And I popped my head in there this morning and the place is absolutely jammed. Beautiful. It's a beautiful church anyway. Uh, candles lit everywhere and on the door they have written, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me because it's Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent, but it's also St. Valentine's Day. Now, first of all, John, you need to explain to our listeners what in the name of all that is decent, is a, it was a video store. Oh, my 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 my, ne- my now wife is working in the video store in Shankill in Advanced Vision, and I I was really living. I saw her, I fell in love with her. Yeah, but what so is it? What is it? Was, you need to tell us what what is a video store. It was oh yeah, I know yeah. <laughs> we're going back a long long way. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and VHS not beat it, thank God. They were. <laughs> They were, you went in and you rented out a tape. Yeah, I rented out a videotape. I just went in a few times because I got nervous. I said, look, how can I keep going in and see if I asked her out? So I got, I, got, I got the nerve to ask her out, Mo. So I asked her out um, and I said, I'll bring you out Valentine's Day ah. for a, uh, a, nice, um, a nice little meal or something to that evening. But, but, unfortunately, on that day, I was asked her two or three days later, I was supposed to pick her up. Um, I put a car in the window of the Building Society in Bray, and you carried that. Mm-hmm. So I slipped on the accelerator and went straight into the window. So that was that, that put the kibosh. And what was the name of the store you drove through? <laughs> it was a it was a nationwide business society. Okay, and was, was it a, <laughs> was it a drive-through bank before you drove through it? Well, it wasn't, but I tell you, it was. <laughs> but the thing is, my wife was going by it about an hour or two later, and she said to her friends, "Who was the idiot that put the car in the window?" Yeah, little did she know. that was me. Yes. So, so I rang her. I had to ring her in the video store, and I said, "I can't really meet you later on because I must have next and break." And she says, "You were, don't tell me you are the goddamn put I says, "I am." So that was the first guy bash. <laughs> that was on Saint Valentine's Day in nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety, yeah, long, wow. long, long time ago, long time ago, yeah, yeah. And um, I we, we went out there, and we had a great relationship, and. Ninety seven came up and I said, I think I'll, I think I'll um, bring Mo to Paris. Oh. And uh, oh. surprised her by, by asking her to marry me. Mm-hmm. So that was fantastic. We had a great time in Paris. I went up to the Eiffel Tower and I said, this is it. And Mo, I think she got something in her eye or her hair <laughs> caught her eye, but she started being upset over her. So I kind of missed, you know, oh, kind of John, lost John, it. she didn't get something. She got a premonition. <laughs> yes, they're waiting this fella. So I lost it. I lost it. Okay. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I said, I stand as lucky. We were on the way back in the plane on the Ryanair flight. Never, never forget. And um, I was just sitting there with Mom. She was beside me and doing a crossword. And I just said, Fuck, I can get up out of the chair. And I go up to the air hostess and I said, Do you mind if I ask my dear friend to marry her? Ah. And I'll never forget. She said, ah. No. Oh, no. Okay. She, Sorry. She said, No. <laughs> I'll only, only if you do it over the intercom. Ah, in front of everyone. And I said, No way. 
So she, I said, yeah, I'll do it. So she asked the pilot, don't forget, this is pre-9-11. So she asked the pilot permission mm. for me to talk on the phone. So I, so Ma was doing her cross, and she didn't see me. I was only about four steps up, seats up on the, on the phone. She didn't even see me. Then she looks up, and I know she she said to me she said, afterwards, she says, I thought you were going to sing a song. I was going to kill you. <laughs> so I got down on one knee and ah. said, Mo, we're at 33,000 feet or 500 miles an hour. Will you marry me? And she, she kind of, she slapped. Everyone clapped and she said yes. Ah. <laughs> now I had my hand the door waiting to jump out. She said no. <laughs> and do you remember the exact words you used, John, over the, the intercom? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I said, Mo, we're at 33,000 feet, or 500 miles an hour, down on one knee, will you marry me? And she looks up and I think she's going to kill me, but she said yes. And they all clapped. And the captain was really appreciative as well when we, ah, we gave us that champagne. Oh, and, when and, and when he landed, he, yeah. he said, congratulations to John and Maureen on their wedding on my flight. And it was his last flight, believe it or not. So ah, that's wow. That's good. Uh, the, <laughs> the stars are aligning. Now, um, did, so that was many years ago, did you make that proposal? That was... 97, 1997. Seven, okay. Yeah. God. And has, has time flown since then? Time has flown up to 2000 and... To, uh, 2002 that I was going to get I was asking Mo will we get married over here in Summerhill because I love the Summerhill and she said mm. I can't get married over here in Ireland because my parents have passed and okay. I only hope he's upset for the day okay. so I said what I said what the hell I'll fly down a few days later I said I don't know what to do flew down to the video shop down to the transfer Sorry, the, uh, the, the, uh, the travel shop in, in Castle Street in Brand. Okay. I, I remember I went in and asked the girl, I said, I want to get married away. Where would you recommend? I'll never forget it. And she said, well, I got married in the Bahamas ah, last year. In do. Nassau, in the Breezes Hotel. And I would recommend it. I said, I'll take that. Good lad. <laughs> Good <laughs> lad. Like Joe, and I booked it straight away. It was for June the 4th, 2023, the next year. And I went up and told Mo, and she couldn't believe it. So we, I brought her off to Bahamas and got married in the Bahamas with our brother and her sister, uh, our sister and brother Locke came over. And Mo, how how did the wedding go in the Bahamas? It, do you know something? No, I'm Joe, asking, hey, John, I'm asking Mo. Not Joe, know. not John. Oh. Where's Mo? Hi, Joe. Hiya, Hi, Mo. Is he, no does he always, does he always, oh, does he always answer questions that, that, that you're asked? Mo how, Mo, how did it go in the Bahamas? It was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Right. And how's it, has, I said it to John there, has the time flown since he got on his knee on that plane? Uh, sometimes it's flown by and other times it's, it's been, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's, he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. He's, he's a wonderful husband. He really is. And do you remember and looking... We've been through so many things over the years, yeah. but he's always been there for me. Brilliant. And likewise. Uh, Mo, do you remember what happened to you up the Eiffel Tower that kiboshed the plans? I... My... It was windy. Yes. I don't like heights. Okay. <laughs> and my hair was blowing ah. and it popped me in my eye. Okay, okay. <laughs> and it was very painful. Oh, and don't that I was it. So I think, as he said, I must have ruined the moment. <laughs> and then were you expecting it on the plane? No, no, I had no idea. I had no idea he'd any, any thoughts of, of asking me to marry him. And um, as I said, then on the plane, it was quite a shock. <laughs> a lovely oh. one. 
And as soon as we got off the flight, the air hostess took a photograph of us ah. with the captain waving in ah, the background. Magic, and then yeah. we stopped and we bought an engagement ring. And he he swept you off your feet at thirty thousand feet in the air. Has he? It has was he... actually he's wrong. It was thirty two thousand. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, I, oh, can, I can remember exactly. Okay, okay. Thirty two thousand feet off the air, and the plane apparently was travelling five hundred miles an hour. I think more than that, but yes, okay, yes, okay. something and, like that. But it was and, definitely thirty-two thousand. And his heart was beating at five hundred miles an hour, and uh, so <laughs> no, was yours. So was yours. So you're still. Thank- well, I didn't. I didn't really realise what he was saying at, at, yeah. at because I was kind of in shock that he was on the speaker, um, and I was like, "Is he going to sing or something?" And then I kind of realised what he was asking me when he got down on his knee, and all the people were looking at me, and I was like, "Oh my god." And uh, yeah, it was lovely, very romantic. Okay, okay. So, so you're still together, which is brilliant. You're still happy. Yes. Where, where are the two of you living now? We've only recently moved. Uh, we moved to um, Wexford um, in Sept- the, la- the end of September last year, and this will be our forever home now. Oh, great! Yeah. What part of Wexford are you in? Uh, we're between. Gory and Wexford Town. Ah, beautiful, 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 beautiful. beautiful. Okay, then we have um, a, a, a humankind pamper hamper and <laughs> for the two of you. Uh, how you use it and when you use it is your own business. The perfect <laughs> gift packed with seven of our international bestsellers, humankind.com. Humankind. Okay, John Lister and Mo Ledwidge. Uh, well done. Magnificent story. And thank good, good health to you and yours, John, after all thank these you. years. And Mo. Thank, uh, thank, thank, thank you both. OK, Michael Hegarty. We spoke to Michael Hegarty before. You're listening to Live Line. We're talking, our Love Line, but we're talking about um, the various uh, things that happen to people in life, as you normally do on, on Live Line. Uh, the, the sad and into everyone's life uh, rain will fall, as, as Mo and John even mentioned there. Michael Hegarty, we first spoke... Uh, when you were on the programme in uh, December and you were talking about a book you've just written called uh, Psychotherapist... Gu- Gu- uh, you are a psychotherapist. Uh, <laughs> Gateways to Psychotherapy. But you also revealed, yeah. which is still available, of course, but you also revealed uh, a very, very poignant story um, in that conversation, Michael. Do you want to remind listeners briefly? Yeah. Um, just... Before we go, because I, I, I lost the opportunity the last time to say that, that the, the book, my book, Gateways to Psychotherapy, the simplest way to access it is, is on my website, okay. which is which is www.michaelhegartypsychotherapy.ie. Okay, great stuff. But it's in, it's, it's in all the main bookshops in Galway, okay, uh, Charlie Burns, um, Kenny's, Bell Book and Candle, uh, Dr. Clare's Apothecary. And in My Cullen Bookshop, where I live okay. in My Cullen, right. and in, in also in Kenmare Bookshop, uh, and it's also on uh, Amazon Kindle. Uh, anyway, get back to the story. Um, the story was I was on the last time about prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, then the the bigger story is about Brenda and myself. Yeah. Um, so uh, Brenda and I met in, in, on, on the 4th of July 2012, uh, bump, bumped into each other, and uh, that was the start of a, a wonderful uh, yeah. um, love story. 
And then on the 18th of December in, in 2020, yeah. uh, I was di- diagnosed with uh, a terminal uh, inoperable, incurable uh, prostate cancer. And when I sat into the car with Brenda uh, outside the Bonds Secure Hospital in Galway, she told me she had been diagnosed with terminal cancer two days before, but she oh, didn't God. want to tell me. Oh, God. Uh, so Brenda died on the 18th of August, uh, 2022. Yeah. So we had 10 years together. I dropped you a note over Christmas, and then after Christmas yeah. I arrived back to this incredible letter um which mm. i i read obviously it was uh personal but um it was the letter that brenda mm. sent to you knowing insofar as any of us know what was ahead yeah. and yeah. michael would you would yeah. you read out the letter for brenda please obviously we've, we've spoken about this off air so you <coughs> are you are yeah. open to doing it yeah 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 um yeah um it was a week after Brenda died that I found the, the letter. Um, so I'll, I'll read it to you. Yeah. Um, Dearest Mike, from the moment I met you, I couldn't spend enough time with you. Uh, I get emotional in the middle yeah, of this. Yeah, take your time and deep breaths. I'll help, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, I loved every second we had together and I, I think we made the most of our time together. I know you felt the same. Thank you for loving me the way you did. You taught me how to live and how to love. Thinking back on all the countries we managed to go and see and how romantic you were on each and every trip. I certainly thought I would never see Thailand, but I did, and way more. I loved meeting all your friends in France, and it made it all the nicer. How I was welcomed by them, and on our trips to Germany, David and I, that's my son and his wife, mm-hmm. were so kind to us too. Every country we visited had such happy memories for us. I know there were times when you wanted us to travel more, but it was hard for me leaving Shane, that's her son. Yeah. But you were very understanding. <clears throat> I enjoyed all the cosy evenings. We, we escaped from the bed and breakfast. Brenda had a big bed and breakfast in Salt Hill. Okay. And went for dinner in Sheridan's or O'Grady's on the pier or Donnelly's in Barna and just engaged each other's company so much. You've been so kind to Niall, that's Brenda's other son, and it's just great you two have each other as he thinks the world of you. Thank you for being there for me around the clock while I was sick. By the way, just to say, Brenda was 19 years younger than me. I always thought that it would be me looking after you. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible how life changes everything and we can plan nothing. Yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better carer. I loved that even in the middle of the night, you held my hands. Knowing that I was scared and too sad to talk. Even though you were sick too, you never put yourself first. So I'm sure there were times when you needed to. I hope all our friends will be there for you now to support you when you need it. Your brothers and sisters are all so kind, and indeed were all so kind to me. So they will be there for you, as will David and I and the girls, as my daughters. I know you will be okay, as you're so strong and resilient when you have to be. But know that my arms are always wrapped around you, and I love you forever. I will look forward to us being together again someday. 
but I hope that will be a long time away when you close your eyes. I'm sending you a big hug always. All my love, Brenda. What an incredible letter. And and she... she did. How did you, you... You found the letter a week after Brenda passed. Yeah. Were, yeah, were you aware worked. of his existence? No. Oh, no, wow. No, no, no. It was obviously placed strategically in the house yeah. so that it would it would be found after she died. Yeah. And is it, would you read it often, Michael? Oh, yeah. It's a and I, cry, and I cry every time. Oh, okay. Well, I think a lot of people yeah, cry I today listening yeah. to it. She was I obviously a remarkable, a remarkable woman. She was a remarkable. 54 is a bit young to die. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Michael, yeah. I know you've you've a client to see in the next few minutes, but I really appreciate yeah. you sharing with that. And I'll, I'll write to you separately as well. My, oh, and, Joe, and, just, just yes, the other thing to say, Please, which, which the, is that, that the, the irony of it is, is that Brenda passed away 18 months after we were diagnosed. Yeah. And, and in the meantime, uh, I, I, I have found myself um, in, in durable remission, okay. uh, which, is an, which is another way of saying yeah. cancer-free, but the, the, the doctors won't use it. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's a Brenda's, difficult one for me. In Brenda's words, Michael, it's incredible how life changes everything. We can plan nothing. Absolutely. Okay, Michael Hegarty, good meal and so much, God Joe. rest. What a, what a what an incredible letter! What an incredible testimony. Joe at RT.ie five one double five one is the text number. Talk to Joe on oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Talk to Joe on oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Noreen Keenan, Noreen. Hi, Joe. Where art thou, Noreen? I am 30 minutes outside Malaga, sitting oh. on the beach, speaking to you. All right. And who is who is thou with, Noreen? My husband, Kevin. And who be he? If you were to descri- my husband. I know, but if, can you describe him to us and what he's done that is so romantic? He's just a very special person to me. He is. He's very romantic, but in simple ways. Yeah. Okay. And Years ago, mm-hmm. I got on my third, I was only three and I got a doll for Christmas, my baby doll, which I loved as a child. Okay. And through the years, you know, when I moved home and moved into houses, she always came along and was put in the attic or whatever. And um, my, I had my first child and on my second pregnancy, I said, do you know, I'll take her out of the attic. By the way, her name was Yvonne. Okay. I took her, I took her out of the attic okay. and I used to put her into the Moses basket for to get my other child to get used to a new baby coming to the house. And I had two more pregnancies after that, so she became part of the family. And then I ended up with four boys I had. I never had a daughter, but she went back up into the attic because the boys weren't interested in a doll. And a few years ago, on Valentine's Day, my husband came home and gave me this beautiful box with a bow on it. And I opened it, and he had brought her to the doll's hospital and got her eye repaired because she was in tatters, and a new outfit for her. And they dressed her in the era she would have been and her name at the box. So I still have her to this day. Ah. Maybe I might get a granddaughter at some stage. I don't know, but <laughs> I just thought that was so special. And you had four. Well, you, me, I say, we, we, we got married, and we have uh, four lovely boys who are well. They're uh, men. They're men now. Four oh, okay. boys. Yeah. Okay. 
So the doll, the doll possibly, well, it can find a home with a boy as well, but it can find a home soon, please God. Um, well, please God, yeah. Okay, and what did, what was, what was yesterday, when was, when were you, and stop um, upsetting people here in Ireland in the cold weather, but it's a very dry, <laughs> uh, uh, fresh day. Um, he, uh, was it on the beach yesterday? I did. I just heard heard about the love thing on the beach yesterday. Okay. And Kevin was lying beside me in the sauna and I just started to write an email and I was saying, God, that was so special to me. I'm going to put this down in words. And that's exactly what I did. And I had it sent in and all and I turned around and said to Kevin, you don't mind me doing that, do you? Okay. And and these so, are you, you, the, the show of real love from my husband of 30 years ago. Yeah. And, um, we, were, we were going to be 31 years married this year. Yeah. Ah, and, and when are you yeah. coming back from Malaga? I'm actually flying back home to see them. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so Brilliant. this really ended off my little holiday love. Ah, yeah. And is Kevin coming with us? Is he coming yes, back? He's, of course he yes, is. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. And but where no, are your four yeah. boys? My four boys, I have three still living at home with me and one has moved out and lives with his girlfriend. <laughs> okay, okay. But they're yeah. all... They're all happy, They're thank all God. They're all fine, healthy okay. and happy, yes. Okay. And By the way, the house... do, do they mark St. Valentine's Day in Spain, Signorita? No, we were actually do walking around here today. We went into one chemist. I was buying paracetamol to bring home because yeah. it's so cheap here. And they gave us two lollipops, love heart lollipops. Ah. And that's the only thing I've seen in the cake shops or the bakeries. They seem to have cakes, love heart cakes and that. But they don't seem to celebrate it like we do at home. They don't send cards. We see, they don't have St. Valentine's heart to the heart of Dublin. Yeah, you know, well, I suppose. You know, you know. in Whitefriars Street, Whitefriars Street Church. Now, yes, they will, as yes. you know, they celebrate Lent and Easter in a big way, yes. in, a, in a major way in Spain. Uh, Good Friday, Holy Thursday, especially in Malaga, yeah. by the way, is, a, yeah, is an international yeah. event coming up to, to coming up to Easter. Uh, but pick a number, Norman, between one and five. One, two, three, oh, four, five. Um, four. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And then I open this and it says... Oh, look at this. Look at this. Hang on. And the winner of the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> is Killian Moore. Oh, sorry, I'm reading out the wrong thing, am I? How did I get this envelope? That's not till March. I was told not to read that out. I'm so, oh, sorry, sorry. You're getting a Valentine's break in the, oh. Flynn, in the Flynn Hotel collection. Where do you live, you said, apart from Malaga? Where do you live, Norian? I live in, Glass, in Glasnevin. Ah, yeah. Very popular place. People are dying to get into it. Now, of course, you the Flynn Hotel. You can go to the New Park Hotel, Kilkenny, the Old Ground Hotel in Ennis. Uh, you look and and where's oh, the, the new the Park Hotel in Dungarvan? It's lovely. Flynnhotels.com. Overnight stay for two and nine to find it. Bre- breakfast included. And their mantra is, by the way, let our family look after yours. Okay. Oh, Enjoy. that's so nice. Now, I hope I hope um, Ireland is exotic enough for the two of you. I really do. I really do. That's okay. nice. Okay. Noreen, <laughs> okay. Uh, will, will, you, will you get to the airport quickly? Yes, I have a taxi coming down 15 minutes. <laughs> and remember, in the duty-free in Malaga, because every time I go, I get a list of, from people for cigarettes to get them, believe it or not. Which oh, I, I'm, right, I'm, okay. I'm bibbling. But remember, the cigarette shop in Malaga Airport is not in the duty-free. It's about four flights up and it's a little shop in the corner. But anyway, I shouldn't oh, be saying right. that, but it's for courage of people. Noreen, straight home uh, and enjoy, I mean. enjoy your break in the Flynn Hotel. <laughs> Mary McClafferty.
Mary. Yeah. How Hi, are you? Joe. How are you? How are you? Happy St. Valentine's Day. You too. Is this a, is this a bold story, Mary? It's, well, it's a funny, but, but well, no, I think bold. You, no, Mary, I think yeah. it's a bold. I think you're being very bold. <laughs> I think you're a bold. Tell um, us, Mary McLaughlin's in Killybags. She fell in love. Wait for I'm only I'm only reading what I'm given. She fell in love over an inflatable. Well, okay, you're not blowing it out of proportion. <laughs> tell, tell us what happened. Um, I went, I had arranged to go out with my friends one night. Okay. Um, and so we did. And I didn't, I actually didn't want to go out and ah. said to my friends, no, I just got my hair done. We're going oh, I out. I know the feeling. And so we headed out and we went to the, the, the Abbey and it was packed and there was no seats. And these three guys gave us the seats. So we said, oh, that's so nice. We'll share them with you. Like, okay. Thank you very much. We'll share them. That was nice. So we got chatting and laughing and, you know, um, mm-hmm. and one of them asked me for the number. And I said, no, I don't give out my number. Well done, Mary. Like, you stand your ground. You stand your ground. <laughs> it didn't, didn't last long. But we went in and we yes. were just having drinks and we we're having the crack and all the rest. But the next thing I seen something, there was a gang of girls and I seen something down at the bottom. And I said, what is that? And my other friend says, I'm as old as I am and I know what it is. And I said, but what is it? Like, out bad outside. And one of the boys got up and the next thing, um, they went down. This thing had a hat, a shiny hat, okay. big glasses that looked big. And mm-hmm. I think, what is it? And then he went down and he, I could see him laughing the whole way up. And, and I thought the closer he got, the more I could see. I thought, oh, my God, please go back with it. Take it back. Take it. It was like a big pink sausage. Huge. And I thought, that's not a pink sausage. And, you're a, and are you now holding this and walking around the pub thinking, it's, yeah, okay. Oh, no, they sat it down. They okay. weren't finished with me. They sat it down with me, the photographs everything and Patrick at one stage said oh I'll take photos and everybody was laughing the whole place was laughing I was thinking oh why did I do that and and (laughs) even I could see the funny part of it 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 had hot glasses and oh my god it was just it was manly it wasn't a sausage so we'll not say what it was we know it was was taken from a nearby hand party that says it all now how, how did he get your phone number because he took the pictures, everybody laughing, and everybody wanted mm. the pictures because the at your expense, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Patrick says, "Well, who will I send? Well, who will I send these pictures to?" And I says, "Me." I says, "Here, there's my number." And like ah. an agent, and I didn't cop on until the, and then like that. I said, "Oh, send them to me." So we enjoyed the night. We said goodbye to them. The next morning. I was lying, kind of slightly worse for wear, and the yeah. next thing, these photographs kept coming through <gasps> on the phone. No. I thought, oh my God, oh my God, how so, how could I not know what that was? And I thought, oh my God. So the next thing, I, I, I put down the name, I think Patrick, because I thought it was Patrick, and I thought, is that yeah. Patrick that sent those? And the next thing, that was... He texts, and then we text for the whole day, and then we have another laugh about nah. the photographs. And then we haven't, that was the start of it. We went out for dinner, we asked for a date, it was okay. I presume you had sausage, uh, sausage and chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, brought, <laughs> I even on the first date had, had it with the, the knife, I was holding the knife upside down, I was that nervous. Okay, okay. But no, so, no sausage and chips, I think, when you see so them. So, you, you, many years ago was that? That is eleven years ago. We ah. got we uh, we got married two years ago, 
Um, so, yeah, we've been together ever since, uh, and even since that night, we haven't left each other. <laughs> great, not incredible. Great little connections there now. Great little connection. Uh, pick a number between one and five. Uh, five. Four, okay, okay. You're getting a hamper of Lear chocolates. Uh, that, you know they're based in Navan County Meats in 1987. I don't think I don't think you were even born then. Listen to your beautiful voice. Lear chocolates, Bailey chocolates, Guinness chocolates, LearChocolates.com. That'll be on. That's the hamper on your way to you and uh, Kevin. In you still in kitty bags now? Yep. Okay. And you know where the inflatable is? No, okay. it's, it's definitely deflated <laughs> after seven years. But the air hasn't. But the air hasn't gone out of your marriage. No, no. Really. <laughs> You're so lucky, Mary. Well done, Mary McLafferty and Kevin. Brings me back to Sloopy's in the apartment back in the day. Back in the day when we all had the thing for each other and we didn't know what was going on in our little uh, over hormonal bodies. Paul, how are you, Paul? All right, Joe. How are you? How are you keeping out, pal? So you didn't. You never. You you didn't really travel far, did you? In your quest, Joe. Joe, the taxi fare home was unbelievable. (laughs) You know what I mean? Jumping over that wall, jumping over that wall to get home. When when did you meet? When did you meet Siobhan? Oh, Caroline. Siobhan oh, Caroline. Wars, yeah. oh, sorry, yeah. I'm reading the wrong the wrong name there. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, here's your oh, no, 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 it's all coming out on. now, Brody. It's all <laughs> coming out now. Okay, tell us, you, and what, what, what your gag about the taxi is a great guy because Caroline is your next door neighbour. She is, yeah. She lives next door. And next door neighbour, the girl next door. Right. It was handy, so handy, Joe. You know? and so when, when we know each other since it was 1967, wow. when we moved out from the town. She from she was from town, and I was from Dorset Street. Okay. And we moved out. She got well. We didn't know each other then. And I we got one two five Cabarden Road, and Carolyn got. I mean, Daddy got one two seven Cabarden oh, Road. Incredible. And we just grew up, just grew up together. And there. they are next door, aren't they? Because they're just for, yeah. for people. The odds, the odd numbers on one side, the even numbers yeah. on the other side of yeah, the suburbs. Old, yeah. yeah. Okay. The so corporation were very posh. <laughs> <laughs> and do you remember? You can't remember first meeting, or but when when you're young, six and seven, well, and your you brothers know, and sisters. We, the two of us went to Francis, St. Francis Xavier School. We probably okay. made our communion together. But you know the way the certain age boys and girls don't really get on at a very yeah. young age, and then oh, at no, a very, then at a very yeah. old age. We're at a very young age. <laughs> well, I was about fifteen or sixteen. We start. Sorry, no, I sorry, no. How beautiful she was. Yeah, and yeah. And, and and then from then on, and just got closer and closer. And but did you yeah. ever? Well, hang on, Paul. Did you ever it's play? Jumping. And I, uh, turn off the listeners there. Turn off all the listeners for a second. Just me, just me and Paul. Paul, did you ever play kiss chasing with Caroline? We did. I wouldn't let anyone catch her. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept on knocking against everyone. I was the only one in the car. You know what I mean? I was, I was a bit big those days, and I usually had to push everyone out of the way. So it was great. But did she slow? No, did Caroline strategically slow down when Paul came Shippel, gallivanting Shippel, through the yeah, crowd? Yeah. Through the crowds, I was gallivanting. I was flying through the crowds. She was just gallivanting. I was able to catch up on that. <laughs> and when did you start exchanging Valentine cards, Valentine's Day cards, as they call them? Well, like back in back in like the early seventies, it wasn't a big thing. Joe, was Valentine's cards or flowers. Like yeah, even when we got married, it was Jackie opened in uh, Valley Fair. she says to me, she always says to me, "We get flowers off her." How did you get married? Well, How did you get flowers? 
Yeah. Everybody gets flowers on Valentine's Day. And I said, well, it wasn't a big thing back in the, the early 80s. It wasn't, it wasn't as mad as it is now. Like, everyone had to have flowers. And it's your, anna- flowers delivered. And it's your anniversary today. Yeah, 41 years ago today. We were I- getting married on the 12th of in August at the country club. Okay. And uh, we went out to the country club and they told us, no, someone else has their wedding then. I said, ah, that's not a problem. When is the next day? And they said, what about the Monday? And we never even thought about it being Valentine's Day. We said, oh, yeah, yeah, the Monday would be great. But Thomas told our mothers, and it was, what? Monday? Monday? What do you mean Monday? They can't get married on Monday. I said, it's all booked there. We can do nothing about it. Stuff goes on. Caroline, yeah. Caroline. Hello, Joe. Do you remember the kiss chasing? <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't running fast enough. Were you Sonia O'Sullivan or did you slow down? <laughs> I, I should have been Sonia O'Sullivan. I should have kept the call. <laughs> and he, oh. and when, when, when did you realise he had a spark for you and he had a spark for, uh, for he had a spark for you and you had a spark for him, even though you're ne- you were next door neighbours? I'd know where to go one night and he asked me to the cinema, so I decided okay. I'd go. <laughs> and, and do you remember the movie time? Um, no, but we went to see a few films a few times and he okay. fell asleep and didn't remember half of them. <laughs> well done, well done. So, that, so, And the fact that you were... Like, did you ever say to yourselves, Caroline, Paul, like, this is this is too good to be true. We're next-door neighbours and we're absolutely totally head over heels in love with each other. And it's not just because we want to save on taxi fares. <laughs> no. It was... Yeah. Uh, no. We were just... Yeah, we were uh, just... Forty one years ago. This is Barry White. Did you dance in Sloopies or the apartment or where what else? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get your parents. So but do you remember Barry White? Do you remember did you wear flares, Paul, or Oh we did? Yeah. Yeah. And long hair. And and long oh with long hair, yeah. I can't believe it when I show the photograph me. The long hair. And Caroline, how how has Paul aged after forty one years of marriage? Well, he's getting better looking as ah. the years go. Yeah, ah, you see. And yeah, pa- yeah. Paul, the ball is in your court. Take your time. Joe, she hasn't aged a bit. Really? She's still <laughs> as beautiful as she was that day. And she hasn't I still put- remember that day in St. Luke's Church when I turned around and she was freezing and she says, if you get close to me, I'm freezing. Yeah. Uh, it was cold day. Joe, you know, it was great living next door because I used to get a lift to work. Okay. And if I was at the sleep on the settee next door, your man would ring the bell next door and I could, could come out. Didn't have to ring the bell. It was great. He, <laughs> he just doesn't look. What? Where are you? Well done, well done. And are you still living next door to each other? <laughs> We're living together, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> okay, here, I pick a number between, well, four and five are gone. Pick one, two, three, quick. Uh, Caroline, you two. pick it. Two. 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 Okay, you're getting temporary crystal. Uh, you're, you're, uh, why are you laughing? Why are Joe, you laughing? Joe, do you know no, where I no, have a van no, full of hair? You have what? Do, do you know what I'm doing now, Joe? What are you doing? Delivering Christmas. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't. I didn't see through that. Well, anyway, you're dead. You, someone will be delivering temporary crystal to uh, Caroline and Paul. Well done. Congratulations. Enjoy, enjoy. That's Caroline White and Paul, neighbours, neighbours and, and friends and lovers forever. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Let's hear Sandy's poem. There, Sandy. 
I am indeed, Joe. Sandy, Sandy Casson. Yes. Woodbine Grove. <laughs> I won't yeah. say what part of the country. No, this is the poem. <laughs> this is the poem you wrote for Dave when we asked you to record it because you told us you would you would melt if you had to say it live. Here it is, Sandy, for Dave. <laughs> An ode to my hubby, to whom I adore. We met in the summer of 84. He looked so good in his Miami Vice jacket and his mop of black hair, he was the full packet. He made me smile, he was so cute but shy and this made me swoon, I cannot lie. Curless Whisper was playing when he asked me to dance and the bar was still open, what was the chance? He walked me home and we got on great we talked and we laughed and we planned another date. His family's his life and he gives us his all. If anything happens, it's give dad a call. Happy Valentine's, my love. We will now raise a glass to a man I can honestly say is top class. Ah, it's not beautiful. It's not beautiful. Where did you meet? Oh, we actually met in Kleine Court Disco in 1984. Ah, way back. Yes. Yeah. Quite a while ago. <laughs> okay, and and was it love at first fright? Um, I won't say it was love at first sight. No, um, I remember he walked me home that night, and um, being the gentleman, I realised later that he was uh, when he left me at the gate. Um, he said, "No, I'm not going to go until um, you go into your front door." Mm-hmm. But what happened was, um, my neighbour's house looked an awful lot nicer than ours. Had a lovely curtains on front door. And I'd pretended I lived there and he wouldn't leave till I walked in. <laughs> so as I'm walking in, I'm looking back and he's still standing there. And I'm like, it's OK, you can go now, hoping the lights weren't going to come on the neighbour's house. Yes. <laughs> so um, he said, no, no, I'm not going anywhere till you go in. So I ended up walking back out going, I live, I live next door. And he just looked at me like I was mad. <laughs> And and Sandy, just for just yeah. for just for uh, a very very young listeners, because you're still very young. But like yeah. when you, when you ask someone to dance, and yeah. and you offer to buy them a drink, which which Dave did, that that is a commitment for life. Oh, it sure Isn't is. Isn't that a sign? Back in '84, yeah. that is a sign. Uh, a lot of guys wouldn't ask you up to dance until the bar was closed, so you wouldn't have to spend <laughs> any money. <laughs> and and is he, is he still as romantic? He actually is. He really is. Um, he's such a great guy. Um, just before COVID, for my birthday, he surprised me. Um, for the whole day, I didn't know what we were doing. So he brought me to a lovely restaurant. I didn't know where we were going. Then we went to a George Michael tribute in the point. Uh. I didn't know. He just led me to all these places. And then we stayed in the Royal Marine that night. And uh. it was just a brilliant day and night. Oh, that's really fantastic. Was. And what, what, little, yeah. what little things does he do now to, well, to surprise he, you? Well, when I was going to work and I'd open my sandwiches, there'd be uh. notes in it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> I love you and uh. have a great day. And, uh, just little things, you know, or sending me a text when I'm not expecting a lovely text. And, and yeah. a- have you been blessed with children, as they say? We most certainly have. Uh, we have three grown-up children and two foster sons and three Brilliant. granddaughters. Oh, congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. And where is Dave now? 
he's at work. He's at and work. Uh, when I told him I sent the poem in, he was mortified. I hope so. And where does he work? Do you want to tell us where he works? Do you want well, to? Well, I'll just say he works in Bray. I'll okay. leave it at that. We'll embarrass him for it. Okay. Yeah, Pick exactly. a number between five and ten. Oh, between five and ten. Uh, I'll pick... Ten, okay, let me pick out the envelope. Let me open the envelope again. Uh, oh, you're, you're going to the Flynn Hotel collection again. Um, either New oh, Park Hotel, Kenny Park Hotel, Dungarvan, or the Old Ground in Ennis. FlynnHotels.com. Sandy. Oh, I'm Sandy. Thrilled. It's a beautiful yes. poem. It, it, it stands up there with the, the Shakespearean love sonnets. Sh- sh- love sonnets. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? They are more lovely, and would you not? Would you not expropriate before he comes home? And you say yeah. to him, uh, "Dave, did you did you listen to? I wouldn't listen to that fool on the radio." Uh, and you say, well, "Did you not hear my poem? Shall I read it out yeah. to you again?" Okay. Yeah. And what you do okay, is, do w- would he be well versed in Shakespeare, our Dave? Oh, um, no. Okay. But then you <laughs> you you not. you Google this immediately. It's the, okay. the Shakespeare, he's written some magnificent love sonnets. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Oh, Thou art yes. more lovely. And what I'd say, if, so you, you play back the recording of the programme. Okay. okay? Right. And from, yeah. this, from this point on, okay? Sandy, yeah. Sandy, that is a beautiful poem you've just written for Dave. Can I, can I read it out again? It's so beautiful. Shall I compare thee, Dave, to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, even though we met in July. And summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, and often is your gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair sometime declines by chance, or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, Dave, nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, nor shall death brag thou wanderest in his shade, your shade, Dave, when in eternal lines to die, to, t- to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe, Dave, our eyes can see, Dave, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. This is for, that was a beautiful poem. Sandy, you wrote that yourself? Wow. That's magnificent. That's magnificent. <laughs> that that, I hope Dave appreciates. Where's, where, where's, oh, okay. Okay, so thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Dave. Thank oh, that was a fantastic know. poem. Oh, let's read that again. Jean, Jean Morta. It's coming Hello, up. Joe, how are you? How this are you is doing? your son. Good, how are you doing? And where did you dance? Uh, the Hollow and Lucan. Ah, the Hollow. <laughs> the Hollow, no, well. No, it well. was the Hollow and Lucan. And where, what that age was... were you when, you when you met? 15. And Vincent was his name. But what Vincent you have, name, yes. and I think this might be a record, you have the first Valentine's Day card you got from Minnie, uh, from Vinnie, uh, many years ago. Was that Jean? Uh, I was 16, Joe, so I'm 60 next month, so uh, 44 years. Wow. And what 44 type of, years. Were, they, were the Valentine's Day cards different in those days, Jean? I don't know, Joe, because it's the same one I have every year. <laughs> <laughs> Has he bought you one since? No, and I don't want oh. one since either. And this you take it out and well, describe it, hold it in your hand and describe it to us. The feeling, the sensation, the movement, <laughs> the emotion. Well, it's fairly worse for wear now yes. at the moment, Joe. I mean, it survived five moves, five house moves. Um, and uh, a bit of staining on it there, all right, and a few little holes in it. But outside of that, no, the writing is all still intact. And there's a big red heart um, on it, obviously. 
big red heart. There's a lot of verses, of which some of them I couldn't read out. Um, oh, okay. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's standing the test of time, like ourselves. Okay, pick a number between uh, five and ten. Um, seven. Okay, so number seven is that you're getting a hamper from the essential pamper hamper from humankind. Uh, humankind.com and uh, there's various different natural glows and oils in it uh, in it as well. well human is called yeah. human and kind I'm told is the exact name. Okay, Jean Morton, thank you indeed and love to Vinny and many more years with that card. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye. Mary McDade, Mary. Yes, this is a, this a, you, you heard that beautiful letter earlier on from Michael. I did indeed. From Michael yes. read from Brenda. You have a letter as well. Tell us. This letter um, was sent to me by my mum the last Christmas before she died. It was a letter in a Christmas card along with the mass card. I decided I'd keep the letter because I realised that you know, she was 94 and she wasn't going to live forever. Okay. So I just kept the letter. She actually died on Valentine's Day. Ah. Yes, so it's her anniversary today. Ah. She's 17 years dead. And this was written uh, at Christmas 2006. And you have it there in front of you? Or is it on? I have. Is it on? We, no, you have it. You have it. You, you go ahead. Yeah. You, you read it. Take your time. This is okay. this is from your mother, and she died on Valentine's Day. And it is it is a love poem. It is a love letter. Go ahead, Mary. <laughs> okay, dear Mary and John, hope you are well. This is a mass I got said. Hope you're well. For myself, I can't walk none. Only the walking aid. And for sleep, can't sleep either. Bridie is no better. She got a bad time of it, too. Mm. I can't write pains in my arm. Mm. The weather has got colder. That's Mm. all I can say. Tell John I was asking for him. With all my love, Mary, God bless your old mother. Isn't that beautiful? And what was your and mother's fo- what was your mother's first name, Mary? Francis. Francis. Well, she's a Saint Francis mm-hmm. in heaven. Yeah. On this on this yeah. day, her anniversary, and she died in two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven. Yeah. And, and I can see it. it's a beautiful piece, a beautiful <laughs> piece. And look at look at this. Oh my God! You'll have us all in tears. Francis will have us all in tears. Um, I'm having difficulty walking and uh, sleeping. Yeah. Uh, Bridie, mm-hmm. Bridie was who now? Bridie Bri- is a sister. Oh, okay. um, a, a sister of mine. Yeah, she uh, had. She was extremely bad. Yeah. And is Bridie but still with bad. us? Yes, Bridie is still with us. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, Bridie is not is, is not uh, too either. She got a bad time of it. I can't write for the pains in my arms, and the weather has got. What is that? We're colder, colder. Colder, yeah. That's all I can say. Tell John I was asking for him. With all my love, Mary. God bless your old mother. X X X. And what? 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 She was a fantastic woman, was she? She was a brilliant lady. She um, had. There was nine of us, mm-hmm. and uh, the. 
the nine were still living up to October. My one of my brothers passed away in the last day of October of last year, and um, but she was a great worker. She we lived on a farm. She done farm work. She raised, as I said, nine kids. Mm. She took care of the house. She baked. She cooked. Wow. She done everything, and was very kind. Very kind uh, lady. And um, so good when you'd mm. go up. You know, I live in Dublin, but uh, so kind. And Mary, yeah. was she a letter writer? She was in her day, yes. She loved Isn't to write that? and loved to get letters, yes. And as you know, it's gone now. Letter writing is gone. Letter writing is totally gone. Isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And look, at, yeah. we have that handwritten letter earlier, that, and that was relatively recently that Brenda wrote to Michael, which he still reads every day, and he still holds. And uh, we we have that handwritten letter your mother uh, wrote to you, um, yes. and you still you still have it, obviously, and still treasure oh, it. Oh yes, yeah. yeah, I do indeed, along with the card. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a fantastic yeah. woman! What a fantastic woman! Yeah. Okay. God, God rest Francis and. Uh, she was 93 when she wrote it. Yeah. And she yeah. died on St. Valentine's Day um, in, in, two, yeah. in seven. And so she, would she have been 94 then? Yeah, she, would she have been? Yeah, yeah she would yeah, have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a magnificent. And, and um, my own mother's anniversary was also just coming up to 94 when she died. Is this week as well, Mary. So it's a very... It's, my it's, it's, goodness. Every, well, every, every day is every day is different anniversaries for people. But also I'm thinking St. Valentine's Day, as we're discovering... Which is which is which is fine in the, the humanity and the rich tapestry of life, we all embroider. Saint Pal- Saint Valentine's Day can also bring back memories for people who are missing somebody. This could be their first Saint Correct. Valentine's Day that they haven't been together in thirty or forty years, and they probably had their rituals uh, around Saint Valentine's Day. But Mary, so thank you very much, and thank you to dear Francis above in heaven and uh, Mary I'll have to what, what, what like, pick a number pick a number between I one and something me. think pick a number between one and oh here here I, know I didn't gonna, even realise yeah, okay no I'm going to give you now I'm going to give you so now I'm going to give you temporary crystal okay and uh, what you should do is if you do get a chance uh, when you when you pick your piece of crystal get it engraved with your mother's name on it and her, I will do that her date Joe. of birth what a magnificent woman! She was nearly as old as this as the century, um, yeah. and put her put her name and her 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 date her her birth year and her her death year. A lovely story, Mary. Thank you so much, Mary. And thank and you regards Joe for, for contacting me. Yeah, and thank you for writing into. And thank you to and kind regards, for, uh, kind regards to uh, Bridie as well. That's Mary McDade. Where's Pat Cusack? Pat, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. How are you? Is this the song that you wanted? Is is this the song? Where is it? Where is Eric Clapton? Eric Clapton is Eric Clapton there? You met your wife. You met your wife yeah. after, you, and and you had a heart attack. Yeah, I had my heart attack. Yeah, and um, that was my first contact. That was my first declaration of my love for telling her what a wonderful woman she was. So it was a bit traumatic. I'm and sure. it was traumatic. It was traumatic for me, but I cannot, cannot okay. imagine the shock she got. Okay, well, Pat, let's pretend uh, you... I was going to say you and me. But let's, <laughs> let's, let's pretend the two of you are dancing to this. I, I'm, I'm over your shoulder. Where, where did you meet, Pat? <laughs> in an art gallery in Carrick Macross. Ah. 
And was she was she just a picture? She was. She was. She was the curator of the museum ah. of the of the gallery. Yes. And did you go up to her and start talking? Or? I walked in. I couldn't really talk because the first time I saw her, I just said, "Whoa, what's happening here?" And wow, uh, wow. yeah, got the butterflies, Joe. Got butterflies and wobbly knees, and. Uh, quite overcome and um, oh I, I, I can't exactly remember did I say hello or how are you or whatever but so I knew then that that was the one So as far as you were concerned the Mona Lisa is not in the Louvre in Paris it was in Carrick Macross in an art gallery <laughs> Well we went to the Louvre in Paris oh, we went really? to the Paris but I, I had Mona Lisa on my arm that was the most important thing Oh wow Wow Now yeah. the other little story is that you proposed to Julianne on the great John Murray show. Many years ago was that? That was ten years ago today, Joe. Ah, not magnificent. Ten years ago today let's, on the John Murray show. Well, let's hear it, let's hear it, if let's hear it. If anyone out there ever has a gut feeling about somebody, don't oh. be afraid to say it. You, okay. know, the, you know, the worst thing that happens is they can say no, but don't walk away from an opportunity of meeting someone who you feel is compatible. And on that note, I want to declare my total love for Julianne Corcoran. And I want to ask her, Julie, will you cement our total relationship over the last 10 years and marry me? Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. Oh, where's Eric Clapton gone? That oh, is so romantic. Bring it back quick. <laughs> you see, your voice hasn't... Can we play that again, Patter? Your if voice hasn't. Out there your ever voice, has people. A good feeling about somebody. Okay, now don't be afraid to say it. Yeah, Pat. You know, the, Pat, you know Pat, the worst thing okay, that happens is to say no. Oh, here we are. Yeah, here he is. Don't oh, be afraid to say it. Just say I love you. <laughs> That's class, Joe. <laughs> now let's let's hear let's hear the proposal again. Could you? If have anyone me? out there ever has a good feeling about somebody, yeah. don't be afraid to say it. You know the you know the worst thing that happens is they can say no. But don't walk away from an opportunity of meeting someone who you feel is compatible. And on that note, I want to declare my total love for Julianne Corcoran. And I want to ask her, Julie, will you cement our total relationship over the last 10 years and marry me? Yes. (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. Pat. Joe, you're an awful man. You're I love, <laughs> I love, I love, I love the, uh, the 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 words of the the man from Cavan, Julie, and you were so wrong, Julie. I love you, and after so many years, will you cement our relationship? Oh God, are you a bu- are you cement. a builder Riley or something? Cement. Are you a builder? <laughs> no. And, uh, well, Riley, Riley cement is not far away from me. <laughs> okay, but you but you've, you've you've had a concrete relationship ever since. Well done. Well, well done. Excuse the poem. We've had a, a concrete. Yeah, it's okay. been. So just, just fantastic, yeah. Okay, and I remember. Um, anyway, I remember the great Seamus Heaney poem, which was a love poem to Mary, and I'm trying to get it into my head now. And I'm thinking of builders, but it was about scaffolding, and it was a magical, a typical Seamus, magical, magical poem to his the, the love of his life, Mary. Um, okay, God, God bless you now, Pat. And um, uh, Joe, yes? Joe, thank you so much. Give a shout out there to the on the day of the synod to the matter Big Heart Appeal who who is oh, uh, endeavoured that I'm still here over the last ten years okay. as well. Along oh, with sorry, Julie. you never. When, when did you 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 met Julie in the art gallery, and yeah. then when did you have the cardiac? Uh, four days later. Oh, good gosh. 
Yeah, and here we are, 16 cents later, and, and two pacemakers and, and a defib fitted, and I'm flying. So thanks to the Matt and a wonderful team. I do a wee bit of work for the foundation, uh, just putting out the word of, of the great work that they do. I'm sure you know many who have been there. They're, they're just fantastic. Okay, so. do you want here, here's an here's an extract from uh, Seamus Heaney, scaffolding. Mason, oh, wonderful. Masons, when they start upon a building, are careful to test out the scaffolding. Make sure the planks won't slip at busy points. Secure all ladders, tighten bolted joints. And yet all this comes down when the job's done, showing off walls of sure and solid stone. So if, my dear, there seems sometimes to be old bridges breaking between you and me, never fear, we may let the scaffold fall, confident that we have built our wall. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Where's Mary Fine? And Mary, good afternoon. You were 16. You got bored at the time. You couldn't go on Tinder. You couldn't go on uh, tapping sideways, rightways, backwards and forwards. You couldn't go on TikTok. You couldn't go on Insta. You couldn't go on Twitter. You couldn't go on X, as it's now known. You couldn't go on Facebook. You couldn't get on your mobile phone because there wasn't one. And be lucky even if you had a landline in the house. But you decided in your search for a man, Mary, what did you do? Oh, I was 16 and I wrote a letter into the evening press <laughs> for a pen pal, male right. only. Ooh. Ooh. So, and do you um, remember, what, what did you say in the letter? And what was, boy, what was it? Explain to people, what's a pen pal? Oh, no, Joe. A pen pal is looking for whether it's a girl or a boy okay. to write to write to uh, write letters to and exchange views and exchange opinions and whatever, and hopefully meet. So it's not just a boy, a girl as well. And who but, did, who, uh, who answered? <laughs> my uh, present husband, Brilliant. Jim Jim Finan. But, when, but, but remember, Mary, just explain to me, when you write to the evening press back in the days at a herald or whatever, the examiner, and you look for a pen pal, there was a whole section for pen pals. And what, would you have a box number? Is that the way it worked? You couldn't give out your address. Uh, the, well, the letters page. The letters page. Yeah, but yeah. what address? And I gave out, oh, yes, I gave all my details. Oh, well, your home address and everything. Everything. Oh, God, yeah. the sweet innocence of it. The sweet innocence of it. And Jim, uh, along after you started corresponding on Belvedere Bond uh, notepaper, along after you started corresponding, did you actually meet Mary, meet Jim? Uh, a, a year later, a year later, when we were, um, my family were in Sligo on holidays. I'm from Dublin, he, he, he's from Sligo, Jim is from Sligo, and we went on our uh, annual holidays to Sligo. So I called to his house. Oh, you're and not okay. And did he come? And, did he come and stay to your in your house in Dublin? Oh yes, plenty of times. Yeah, plenty of times. And um, mm. you you went to the picture house as they went to the oh yeah, the, the, lo- the but, local cinema at the Ritz. And Mary, do you still do you still write to each other? Uh, well, no, not really. Might send an odd card to each other. And did you keep? Have you like kept birthday cards? Have you kept the letters? No. Ah. 
because that's there's there's wonderful stories in pen yeah, pa, pen yeah, pal yeah. pen pal yeah. pen pal letters. I'm going to send you a humankind human and kind uh, uh, gift gift hamper, Mary. That's Mary finding in Mayo with Jim from Sligo. They met through the the now defunct, unfortunately, Evening Press. Where is Thomas Don? Thomas, good afternoon. How are you, Joe? Okay, sad Glad story. T- tell tell us tell us this this card that Kathleen gave you. Yeah, it was uh, posted 52 years ago, Joe, and it was uh, franked on the 11th of uh, February 1972. Okay. And um, she said, she, and obviously she was the love of your life. When did you, what age were you when you met, Thomas? Uh, I, she was 18, I was 20. Yeah. Okay, and you've, you've, you've three, ch- three children together. And uh, you've yeah. ri- you've written a little a little poem, so so say it there, Thomas, please. And it's a lovely piece. And as you've written it, um, what what was written in the card that she? Oh, it was written in the card. Yeah, yeah she sent me Joe. Okay, uh, this is the card that Kathleen sent you. Okay, okay, take your yeah. time, Thomas. Take your time. Yeah, no, there's just two little. There's, there's there's three little lines. I'll, I'll pick up the two best. It says, "Don't leave me up the garden path." But that I have no time. <laughs> Just tell me that you love me and you'll be my Valentine. And oh. then the, the last one is I love you pearly, I love you mighty, I love you pajamas next to my night. Don't embarrass, don't get red. I mean on the clothesline and not in the bed. Ah, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And when when did when did Kathleen pass? Uh, 2019 okay. the tour de, the tour de and you still again all these mementos that people hold on to are absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic and that's the importance of letter writing the importance of keeping uh, little yeah. mementos but also regardless of that her memory will never will never pass sure it won't Thomas no, no, no. And, and and the times in the job too, you see, this day and age, people, as you say, earlier in the programme, people don't write letters now, they're yeah, all texting, yeah. emails, and stuff like that. And, but but and love, love has survived anyway in, in the sometimes the awful world that we live in, and let's hope uh, love and that emotion can somehow, somehow triumph in the, the, the war-torn parts of the world, which we all know about. And we all hear about daily and we'll hear about again in the news at three, I'm sure, and afterwards in the people of Gaza and Yemen and uh, the Ukraine and indeed Somalia and Sudan, unfortunately. Um, and we also think of anyone who's grieving in our country today. Thomas, good to meet you, That's Thomas Dunn. Where's Grace Feeney? Grace. Grace. Hello. How are you? Grace. You're very quiet, Grace. <laughs> will, you, will you marry him? I will. Yep. Okay. Has he asked you yet? <laughs> oh, he has. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm flying. I'm flying. Where Where did you meet? Uh, we met online during Very COVID. Good. Yeah. And you're from Kitty Beggs. Was it a fishing line? Boom, boom. Just like that. There you go. Yeah. He He is a He is a, a fisherman. No, he fixes the fishing nets. Ah. So he doesn't have to go out fishing. Oh, brilliant. Oh, God, because it's a tough job, yeah. isn't it? It is a tough it's job. It's a tough and yeah. dangerous job. So you're the fisherman's friend. And when did you meet this fish man who fixes <laughs> the fishing nets? Um, I met him two and a half years ago. And you met on Tinder, as you say. And, yeah. like, did, it, did, he, did he live thousands of miles away or...? No, I'm from the neighbouring parish, 
so I'm only a <laughs> ten minute drive away. Brilliant. Yeah. And did you know him when you saw him on Tinder? No, no, I no, we didn't know each other at all. I thought incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was not, mad. Not incredible. So yeah, you're together three awesome. years. Yeah. And And we're getting married next Friday. Ah Grace. Yeah. Just hold me in your arms and let the moment linger. And where will you be letting the moment linger? With, with Christopher? Uh, in Harvey's Point. Oh, what a magnificent venue. Well, yeah. probably one of the most romantic venues in the country with the lake and the background. It's, it's hard and to pass. It's hard, okay. And is it a big wedding? Do you mind me asking you, Grace? Uh, well, it's, it's big enough. <laughs> it's, it's I wouldn't a, want it much bigger. It's but both of us have big families. Oh, okay. So there's no passing it. <laughs> it's great. So it's, it's a good day for celebration. It's a Donegal Donny wedding. It's a Donegal wedding. Yeah. And what do you what do you love about him? Oh, what's not to love? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isn't that I, magic. And then soon after grand. after you you met on Tinder and then you had your, your you know your tentative first date, and as soon after the um the first date did you realise. He was the one and you were the one. Well, it definitely wasn't at the second date or the third date because he <laughs> cancelled both of them, wasn't <laughs> <we? laughs> What was he off? Mending, um, his, mending his nets? Mending his nets. Well, yeah. I hope he was. Um, the cheek but my friend had told me that I just need to get myself a second date, that he seems like a nice lad. So okay. I just, I went for that challenge and I'm like, right, sure, I'll oh, grab a second date. And then that was that, really. Ah, oh, magic. magic. From that then it took off. Isn't that we had magic? a rocky start, yeah. but we were grand. Yeah, that's brilliant. And you reeled each other in and that's uh, coming to a magnificent apex on Friday week to 23rd and Harvey's Point in Donegal, outside Donegal town there. It'll be a magnificent day. Will Will you eat seafood on at the wedding, Grace? I definitely won't. Oh, you won't? Yeah, <laughs> I don't like seafood. <laughs> Okay. No. Okay. But he might. Oh, he might. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and if, if okay, if he can fix, if he can fix net fishing nets, he can knit, can he? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he, I'm sure he can. It's all ahead of you, Grace. And the two of you <laughs> run. The two of you run, and you're doing the half marathon in New York on St Patrick's Day. Fantastic. And then when you come back from that, you're going for a break in one of three hotels in, in Ireland. You choose New Park, Kenny Park in Dungarvan or the old ground in Ennis thanks to FlynnHotels.com well done Grace congratulations Lovely. have a great day Thank enjoy you. the organic salmon on the scallop oh no she doesn't see on the scallop talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 Joe Duffy talk to Joe on 0818 715 815 uh, you must admit my voice is just fine form today. By the way, I, I gave out prizes as I went Also, for the people I didn't give out prizes, just ham- we're going to send you hampers from Kyo's, from Leach, or whatever, whatever is there. But everyone who's on, if they haven't already got something, and they're also going to get, I'm do a hand-painted card, and I'll also do a hand-painted envelope, and you'll also get a badge to wear with my ugly mug on it, if you want to keep the children away from the fire. Jean Gallagher in Temple Oak in Dublin. Jean, finish. Well, what, what Hello, age Joe. were you, what age were you when you when you met Frank? I was sixteen, Joe. And how many years ago was that? He said in in undiplomatically. I met him in nineteen sixty four. And where did you meet? In Cleary's ballroom. Okay. He tapped me on the shoulder uh-huh. and asked me up to dance. 
that was the beginning of a lifetime of romance. Brilliant, brilliant. And where, where is he now? He's out in his shed, his happy place. His happy place, good lad, good yeah. lad. And I know He's you, a great man with his hands. Uh, I know, well, that's that's good to hear. And Margaret and Michael, I know we are friends that you always celebrated with, but unfortunately Michael uh, passed in, in Spain 10 years ago. You still celebrate, yeah. and Margaret still is part of your of your gathering, which is. which is great. And I know the song you want is. is When You Were Sweet 16. Jean, thanks a million. Love to Frank out in the shed. If I open the window, you might be able to hear me. Frank out in the shed. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, Jean, thanks indeed. Well done to everyone involved. We could have gone on till 6 o'clock. Pat O'Carney and Sound Prize Organiser, Hilary Jones, Producer Tara Lockery Grant. Uh, thanks to everyone. And uh, the very... Romantic Ray Darcy. He was a DJ. Ray the DJ played Barry White is next. 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.